What's up, guys? I'm Meg. I'm Mimi. This is Direct Golden Hours. We talk about anything and everything. From gaming content to spooky, scary stories to what we ate for breakfast. All right, guys. So today we have, um, this is something that I definitely wanted to start talking about. Um, in regards to my culture, um, as you guys know, I'm white and Mexican. I'm sex. English. I was going to say flexican. Um, I don't know where that came from. But anywho, I like it. Um, I'm going st- <laughs> um, uh, to. For some reason, I was thinking of flexican. I was like, no, girl, you ain't that black. <laughs> <laughs> you are Irish and Mexican. Anyway, so um, this is the story of La Llorona, um, the weeping woman of the Southwest. And this is, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie. Um, or if you've ever heard, for those who are also out there, um, that your parents or your garden, guardians or your grandparents were like, don't go near the Arroyo because La Llorona will get you. Um, and she's basically the weeping um, woman, which La Llorona means um, weeping woman um, of the um, Arroyo. Um, so basically, in my perspective, it was... Um, um, my grandma telling me not to go to the near the Arroyo because um, this scary woman will get you and drown you. Um, and that was a way of making kids not get near the um, <clears throat> the um, Arroyo or river, for those who don't know what an Arroyo is. So um, I have this um, little article um in regards to this um thing and then we can also link that in the in the bottom of our podcast later on and um it's called la llorona legends of america the weeping woman of the southwest i'm going to go ahead and start reading it and then we can start talking about my perspective and Meg's perspective and i hope you guys enjoy this all right the legend of la llorona Spanish for weeping woman has been part of the Southwest Hispanic culture since the Conciadores days. Conciadores, Conciadores, Conciadores days. The tall, thin spirit is said to be blessed with natural beauty and long, flowing black hair. She wears a white gown and roams the rivers and creeks, wailing into the night and searching for children to drag, screaming to a watery grave. No one knows when the legend of La where it originated. Though the tales vary from source to source, the common thread is that she is a spirit of the doomed mother who drowned her children and spends eternity searching for them in rivers and lakes. La Llorona, christened Maria, was born to a peasant family in a humble village. Her startling beauty captured the attention of the area's rich and poor men. She was also said to have spent her days in humble and her humble peasant surroundings, but she would do she would don her best with white gowns in the evenings and thrill the men who admired her in the local fandangos. The young men anxiously waited for her arrival, and she revealed in the attention that she received. However, La Llorona has two small sons who made it difficult for her to spend her evenings out, and she often left them alone while she cabareted around with the gentlemen during the evenings. Ooh, sounds like my mother when I was young. Oh, um, my. <laughs> um, no, she would always have someone to watch me. Don't, no worries. But yeah, she liked to dance around in the evenings. That's just, that was my mama. Um, one day, the two small boys were found drowned in the river. Some say they drowned through her neglect, but others say they may have died on her own hand. 
Another legend says that yeah, La Llorona was a caring woman full of life and love who married a wealthy man who lavished her with gifts and attention. However, after she bore him two sons, he changed, returning to a life of womanizing and alcohol. Sounds like most men in the entire world. Often leaving her for months at a time. He He seemingly no longer cared for the beautiful Maria, even taking talking about leaving her to marry a woman of his own wealthy class. When he did return home, it was only to visit his children, and the devastated Maria began to resent towards the boys, or feel resentment towards the boys. Sorry, I have dyslexia, so I jumble words together. I think you're doing great. (laughs) For those who are out there (laughs) listening to this. um, All right, one evening as Maria was strolling with her two children on a shady pathway near the river, her husband came by in a carriage with an elegant lady beside him. He stopped and spoke to his children, but ignored Maria and then drove the carriage down the road without looking back. After seeing this, Maria went to a terrible rage, and turning against her children, she seized them and threw them into the river. As they disappeared downstream, she realized what she had done and ran down the bank to save them, but it was too late. Maria broke down into inconceivable grief, running down the street screaming and wailing. The beautiful La Llorona moaned them, mourned them day and night. During this time, she would not eat and walk along the river in her white gown, searching for her boys, hoping they would return to her. She cried endlessly as she roamed the riverbanks, and her gown became solid and torn. When she refused to eat, she grew thinner and appeared taller until she looked like a walking skeleton. Still a young woman, she finally died on the riverbanks. Not long after her death, her restless spirit began to appear, walking the banks of the Santa Fe River, which is kind of near where I live. <laughs> um, when darkness fell. Her weeping and wailing became a curse of the night, and people began to be afraid to go out after dark. She was said to have been seen drifting between the trees along the shoreline or floating on the current with her long white gown spread upon in the waters. On many a dark night, people would see her walking along the riverbank and crying for her children. And so they no longer spoke of her as Maria, but as La Llorona, the weeping woman. Children are warned not to go out in the dark, for La Llorona might snatch them, throwing them into the desk into the flowing waters. Though the legends vary, the apparition is said to act without hesitation or mercy. The tales of her cruelty depend on the version of the legend you hear. Some say she kills indiscriminately, taking men, women, and children, whoever is foolish enough to get close enough to her. Others say she is very barbaric and kills only children, dragging them screaming into a watery grave. When Patricio Lujan was a boy, he saw her on a creek between Mora and Guadalupe, New Mexico. Actually, I don't think I said that correct. Um, I have already said a lot of words incorrectly. It's fine. Again, I think you're killing it. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. As the family was sitting outside talking, they saw tall, thin women walking along the creek. She then seemed to float onto the water, starting up the hill and vanished. However, moments later, she reappeared much closer to them and disappeared again. The family looked for footprints and, finding none, did not doubt that the woman they had seen was La Llorona. She had been um, seen among many rivers across the southwest, and the legend has become part of the Hispanic culture everywhere, hence my culture. (laughs) Part of the legend is that those who do not treat their families well will see her, Mm. and she will teach them a lesson. Another story involved a man by the name of Epifino Garcia. I 
again, don't think I said that correctly, but here we are. Who was an outspoken boy who often argued with his mother and his father. After a heated argument, Epifino and his brothers, Carlos and Augustine, decided to leave their ranch in uh, Ojo de la Varca, de, de la Varca to head towards the Via Real de Santa Fe. However, when they were along their way, they were visited by a tall woman wearing a black tepilio and a black net over her face. Two of the boys were riding in front of the wagon when the spirit appeared and sat between them. She was silent and continued to sit there until Epifino family turned the horses and headed back home. At which time she said, I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother. Um, and this is, um, more, more stories of other people, um, reader stories of other people that we can read a little bit. Um, the next one is about Santa Fe, New Mexico, um, which is actually where I used to live. Um, and it's, you know, it's, um, been repeatedly seen there too. So in Santa Fe, New Mexico, the tall wailing spirit has been repeatedly seen in the Para Building, Public Employees Retirement Association, built on land that once was an old Spanish Indian graveyard near the Santa Fe River. Many people who have been employed there tell of the hearing cries resounding through the halls and feeling unseen hands pushing them while on the stairways. La Llorona has been heard at night wailing the rivers by many, and her wanderings have grown wider, following Hispanic people wherever they go. Her movements have become traced throughout the southwest and as far as north as Montana, on the banks of the Yellowstone River. The Hispanic people believe that the weeping woman will always be with them, following the many rivers, looking for her children. For this reason, many of them fear the dark and pass the legend from generations to generation. And so it also says that this... um, um person who wrote this article is Kathy Alexander, Legends of America, dated recently in December of 2022. So there we go. I'm going to go ahead and read a couple of um, reader stories, and then we can go on and talk about a little bit more about it. So this is a couple of reader stories. La Llorona woke me up once when I was camping at Indian Fall Rapids in the Yampa River in Colorado. When I was 15, I walked with her to a cabin, and there was a man in the bed. All I saw was his foot. But then she yelled at me to run. I did. If I didn't smash my toe on a rock, I would have run off the cliff in the Indian Falls Rapids. I would have run off the cliff. Oh, sorry. I saw an article in this month's Mountain Gazette about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago. Brian, Colorado, October 2008. Yo, that's wild. He's like, yo, if I hadn't stubbed my toe, I would have launched myself off the cliff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is La Llorona and um, some of my family lives. As we noted, La Llorona doesn't limit her travels to New Mexico, which is a very famous place that she likes to go to. Seemingly, she follows Hispanic people wherever they go, as evidenced by Pete Sanchez's story about the crossing the San Bernand River Bridge in East Bernand, Texas. East Bernand is southwest of Houston in Wharton country. I don't know how to say that. I'm not Texan. Wharton. Uh-huh. <laughs> Horton Cramsey country. I don't know. Anyways, this old community built its first residence around 1850 on the east side of the San Bernard River. Today, the San Bernard Bridge spans the river. Several years ago, Mr. Sanchez was driving along an East Bernard 
with the radio blaring. As he was crossing the riverbed, she was startled as he looked to the right to see a semi-transparent woman sitting in his passenger seat. <sighs> Dressed in all black, a lacy black veil covered the spirit's face. Obviously frightened, Sanchez hit the gas hard, speeding past the bridge and not looking back into the passenger seat. It wasn't until he passed the bridge that he found the courage to look again. The spirit had vanished. Mr. Sanchez really admits that he is still freaked out today by the ghostly image. When Mr. Sanchez reads the story about the Garcia brothers encountering a tall woman wearing a black tapilo and a black net over her face, um, I need to look up what a tapilo is. Is I think it's a hat that covers with the, like a lace. This rem- this reminds me of the woman in black, that movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I feel like she was based off of that. Well, could be, but also I don't know if you've ever seen the movie like recently released a movie about it no um, see the he, woman in black is the one with daniel uh 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 oh my gosh help harry potter <laughs> yeah daniel radcliffe. oh yes daniel yes. radcliffe so, i do remember that now i when i think of the woman in black I wait say that again <laughs> the movie insidious oh I, yeah, I think, yeah 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 no sorry i meant like the actual the movie that because there's woman in black and then there's woman in black too it's oh. she goes she goes after children she goes after children she she makes the children do things, but she makes the children do things to kill themselves, not necessarily with water. One boy was drowned, one drank lye, like poison. Another one, I think, uh, got burned. There was another one I won't, because that's spoilers if I tell you this specific one, but there's, you know, one where the kid does something, like, whatever. It doesn't necessarily, you know, it's not all water, but the original, the, the house that that Daniel Radcliffe's character was staying in doing, I think he was doing like taxes because somebody had like died in the house and he was doing like a bunch of paperwork and stuff like that. The house was on an mm-hmm. island and during uh-huh. certain times the the water would, it wasn't on an island, you could still get in, but at certain times the water would rise causing you to be on some, like on an island in the sense of this big house. And there was a boy that lived in the house that um he was out in the waterway too long and the water rose and he drowned and so the legend is that it's it, you know like she's connected to you know to that and it, she's the woman in black and whatnot and so like Whoa. this reminds me a lot of it where it's specifically the children now of course depending on the story or the legend or how it's been passed down from generation to generation or whichever one you hear you know, they did, you know, in the article, they were stating that it could be men, women, and children, or it could just be children, or it could be, you know, whatever it may be. But that, that specific, the the, the first movie, I haven't seen the second one. The first movie, um, I do believe she is based off of some type of lore. She is, she is based off of some mm. type of whatever it may be. And this just was, because she, she wears that. She wears that. Mm-hmm. She's got, she's got the hat with the veil over it and all black, literally, woman in black. Dude, and she looks horrid. Horrid. She's terrifying. Because like I do remember hearing about the movie, but that the, before like when that came out, I think like I was still a pussyfoot. Um, in regards to oh, the, I like, closed my eyes. Movie. I closed my eyes during the entire thing. <laughs> I just I just recently finished like um the third Insidious movie, and nope. um, I I actually saw that in theaters when it came out, but uh, the entire time I remember like closing my eyes the entire fucking time. But recently. I've been getting into more of like getting into the scary movies and not being as scary and being like they're just movies because of, you know, um, I've talked about like my experiences mm-hmm. um, and, you know, like I've always been having experiences my entire life and like I know what it's like 
in reality versus in the movies. <laughs> so yeah, it could be that. Um, but yeah, no. So like this is this could be you know like the based off the lore and um, you know it's so funny because like in my culture and like and that's why I say like I don't want to talk about um, the um... so the woman in black was actually based on a book. I think by a lady named Susan Hill. Oh, um, okay. But so I'm trying to figure out like what was that based off of? But continue. No, you're fine. I I think I just um I think I said what I needed to say. So yeah. Oh, sorry. This flesh pedestrians. Um, I don't know for those who listen to Morbid. I'm an avid Morbid um they talk they talk about the skinwalker as a flesh pedestrian because culturally um it's a native american um thing and unfortunately um because it is a native american culture thing and um we you know i'd rather say it from like the perspective of somebody who's experienced it um for me like you know being in the in the culture that i am in my grandma would tell me you know don't go play near the arroyo la you at you she's a sweeping woman you know like you know because like i've experienced it and um throughout the years like it's become more of a thing now and um even in high school like we um when i was a part of film um we did do a um <clears throat> a film like project and it was like entered into a contest where um we did like scary lore of new mexico um and um i did like this like children this this girl like rising out of the water taking a man um but it was pretty much the same exact thing as la llorona and like a lot of other people did la llorona because it was like a very specific um thing in within the state that i lived in Mm -hmm. um at the time and so um it could be based on that um it could be based you know like you know and also like um i think we you and i have talked about this before like um you know, everyone comes off with, like, stems off of different ideas, and um, I have no problem with, you know, somebody basing um, a book off of La Llorona, or, you know, they didn't even know about La Llorona, and then they were like, oh, this is a book, and, you know, now it's a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I have no problem with that. Um, I know a lot of people do have certain problems with, like, how they tell their cultural stories, and how they tell their lore, and their myths, and which is another reason why I don't particularly like to talk about the flush pedestrians, um, only if it's, um, I guess you could say by, or from an actual native who has experienced that stuff as well, um, um there also has been um a lot of people talk about it on youtube too like i used to listen to corpse husband and i remember he used to he also released a um a listener tale i guess you could say about someone who encountered the skinwalker as well so yo that's wild dude yeah it's um it's so funny like i miss i miss doing i've listening to corpses um true scary story encounters as well um so yeah that's that is la llorona um for those who are out there do you guys have any other experience with la llorona um do you know about the black woman do you know about is it the black woman or the the woman in black the woman in black i'm sorry oh no you're good you're good (laughs) the woman in black um and then um i definitely will put on the woman in black on my watch list because i love general reckless it was um, a, it was originally a so the woman in black premiered in 1987 
and it was based on a gothic novel by Susan Hill. Um, and so it the play so it was it you know it was a play apparently the Mm -hmm. play was originally adapted by steven and i'm not going to pronounce this last name right but it's like malatrot um as a cheap christmas play intended to use the remains of the grant money the theater had received during that time period whatever theater it was so um so then like as time has gone on you know it was adapted and it was done and it was changed and then the movies came out um Mm -hmm. and i think the first movie came out in 2012 and i'm not quite sure when the second one came out probably a couple years after that um but yeah it's it's uh it's definitely interesting if you want like kind of the same sense of this definitely definitely go go check it out um you know but that and that's the thing about the the movie that i think does a really good job uh and now i haven't seen it in a really long time it's 2023 and that was back in 2012 as far as i can remember Mm -hmm. i was really impressed with me trying to figure out if it was actually somebody physically there if it was something playing mind tricks on somebody or if it was you know something that you know what that like a, a a spirit or something that was like left behind um and I, I won't give away too many spoilers or anything like that, but it is it is very um it is very you know, it, it like takes takes you a minute to kinda like figure it out or whatever. Um I would not recommend it is a rated R movie, I do believe. So, you know, do keep that in mind. Uh if you're walking watching it around the youngins or whatever it may be. Um, but it is it is it is a little graphic, not like like you know the movie, um Oh my goodness! What is the movie? The kid he he literally says, "I see dead people." The kid that's the famous quote. Something sense help. Is it? It's not insidious. It's, it's got insidious. it's got Bruce Bruce Willis in it. I almost said Bruce Wayne. My lord, I know what you're talking about, but my tongue is my <laughs> my tongue is preoccupied. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, my the no sixth sense. The, the, sixth the sixth sense. sense. Yeah. So like how that one's kind of like mind fuckery or whatever, and like a little mm-hmm. bit of how like it's a little it's a little graphic, but it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like Scream or or you know Michael Myers where it's slashing like nothing like that, but it is it is a little bit more graphic as far as you know whatever it may be like in the sixth sense when the when the daughter who was you know she had passed away and she had was being poisoned or whatever she throws up well it if somebody watching somebody throw up on screen is going to make you throw up be careful <laughs> like it's kind of it's kind of like is one it of like exorcist stuff or what <laughs> it's not it's not, it's nothing where like people are breaking bones or anything like that but it i mean you see the people see how they died they, you see, so if there's a kid that that drowned, the kid's gonna look like they're drowned. Ooh, if that makes yeah. sense, you know, if okay. if somebody you know died in the way of like ABC, you're gonna see that they you're look very see. much so like they died ABC. <laughs> so, <laughs> to, um, yeah, is it not like um, Stranger Things? Is it a lot like Chrissy? Um, for those who have seen Stranger Things, is it a lot like how when Chrissy dies? It's not no nothing. I like it doesn't like graphically show them, like mm. like anything like that. But it's like I like I, no spoilers. But spoiler: one of the girls, she drinks lye, and you see the lie like coming out of her mouth. Like you can see her like, yeah. So like stuff like that. 
Holy lord. Yeah, that sounds like a lot more psychological than, like, it does than La Llorona, because, like, La Llorona is just, like, a, like, you know, she's a scary little ghost that, like, brings people in the water. Um, so that, oh, I yeah. feel like that, that is definitely more psychological. That's Hollywood, like that's Hollywood doing their Hollywood... Doing their, their Hollywood stuff. Stuff, because, like, because, yeah. like, how, I mean, if you're trying to sell a big movie, or, you know, like, your, your production or whatever... And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're gonna, you know, do this, but like, you never, you're like, you maybe you see her, like, mm-hmm. off in the distance, and then maybe you see somebody just like walk into the water, and then like, boom, the movie's done. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. like you gotta, like, people are gonna add in some more like spice to oh, yeah. it. It has, to, it has to be spicy content. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So that's um, that's that's what when you were reading it, that's what first I was like, oh, woman in black, and I was like, yo, that mm-hmm. reminds me of that. Sorry, well, go ahead. No, you're fine. That's cool. Um, I think you should definitely watch La Llorona. It is now. Um, I think you can watch it on Hulu or HBO Max. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and then I will watch The Woman in Black, and I will probably shit my pants, but that's okay. <laughs> I know I did, but I also don't do well with scary, like, scary movies. Like, I have a really hard time with them. I have a hard time, too. Like, my whole thing is, like, I don't mind watching but I have to watch it with somebody. So oh, I will not like, watch them by myself. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. But like, unfortunately, my partner likes scary movies. Um, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I can just con somebody to watching it with me. <laughs> my mom does it. <laughs> um, oh, or no. you know what? Even I can just sit down in a Discord call. I don't think so. Pass. <laughs> you're like no i'm still technically alone uh, you're on the other side of no. the fucking country yeah 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 no for sure. for sure um but yeah for sure like that's that's my story um and then if you want to talk start talking a little bit about um the stories that you put in as well um seems like a couple of listener tales and other people having other stories um and um, then we can possibly move on into the next segment or whatever you want to do. Miss Meg. Um. Yeah. Sure. I can. We can throw it down into a couple of these. Um. Let me find these really fast. I'm totally uh, fine. I I read all of them. They're really good. The one that I read that really really interesting was um. My mother attracted evil. Yo, that one's wild, isn't it? That's freaking wild. And I immediately thought dark magic. Um, some woman, some witch, or so whatever, you know, someone dabbled into dark magic and you you don't I mean, from my perspective, being a little bit of a Wiccan, um, you don't do that unless you're freaking trained and you know how to protect yourself. (laughs) We can I can start with that one. I can start with that one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself, guys. Come on now. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> if you want to plug your, your headset in, you're more than welcome to. I don't yeah, want to. Do no, you're good. I don't want to. I don't want to. Bother you. Sorry. I was trying to do it, like, very discreetly. But you saw me, like, <laughs> oh, no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, so this one. Uh, it's titled, My Mother Attracted Evil. So here we go. After my parents divorced when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced lots of paranormal happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel really icy. Next, it would feel as if something or somebody that hated me was staring at me. When I got this feeling, I would leave the room and come back an hour later. 
Sometimes during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. Something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. Bro, first of all, no. Okay, but anyways, something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. I went into my room and I heard a deep growl from under the bed. My dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep. It sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best dog impersonation, which that blows my mind. Other times, mm -hmm. my dog would whimper and pace in the room next to mine, but wouldn't come when called, as if he was afraid of something that was in the hallway. When I that moved in with my father, the paranormal activity stopped. Oh my lord, I couldn't even imagine. <clears throat> Dude. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, immediately, like I said, I immediately thought, like, that woman possibly dabbled into something she shouldn't have dabbled into, and she did not protect herself nor did she do research on it so now she's gonna live with that the rest of her life and that poor daughter who has to whoever has to um deal with that but that's just my opinion um it could be wrong um but yeah, what if no. it was a woman so they didn't say like why their parents got a divorce but what if what if there was another woman in the picture Involved. and Ooh. she did something to where it was like i mean i don't know how i don't know how well all that stuff works because i'm very uneducated and all that but i was oh, like you. i was like either <laughs> the mother because they said my mother attracted evil right so they're saying like my mother like my mother did something right or like mm -hmm. something because as soon as they're with their dad not a problem not a problem mm -hmm. but they also mm -hmm. didn't say like oh my dad's with somebody else you know what i mean so it's also like mm -hmm. okay i don't know that's crazy that's crazy like to me I don't understand why. Like, if that was, if there was another man involved, they're stupid. Um, because, like, the whole La Llorona, this is another reason why I don't want to share my genes with any freaking man, is because they end up being a dick, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's allowed to mix their genes with mine, so get out of here. <laughs> oh, <out>. gosh. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But still, like, why would anybody, like, why? They're, they're just men. They just have a penis. Like, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we want to talk about that, some men don't just have no, just regular penis. But I'm just, but like, <laughs> some men just have an ego and penis. <laughs> some men, yeah. <laughs> some just have the penis. <laughs> and some just too. have the ego. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it's just the penis, though, in my opinion. I, I mean, that's that's unfortunately my experience. Hey, you gotta <laughs> do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you, feels right for you, you know? <laughs> you know? For sure, for sure. Oh, I'm straight. Open... <laughs> Since we're sure. talking about, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> sure. For sure. I am. Yeah. I am. <laughs> men men is my my prefer my preferred taste. I remember when I used to say strictly dickly too. Oh my get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So the yeah, other, no, so, so one sure. of the other stories that I thought was interesting was the it wasn't a little girl story. Like that one's <clears throat> that one's wild to me. So yeah. Yeah, and um, um, that actually reminds me of the flesh production too, because um, um, a lot of the times, um, this is again just from what I hear, and it's not the actual lore for those who, um, you know, like I said, I don't really talk about that stuff because of the um, culture. But 
a lot of the times less pedestrians will scream of their last victim or like make a screaming sound of a victim uh, or a screaming sound of like a possible victim to lure people in um to help quote unquote you say um, a flesh pedestrian flesh pedestrian yes give me and the rundown it, of that so a flesh pedestrian or a skinwalker is um basically a very scaly um um again it's a native thing um it's culturally native thing and um uh, basically it's it's more seen in native culture um native american culture and they um basically run around and either off people or scare people um but you don't talk about it um i guess you don't talk about it during the night either um Oops. and if you see it run okay well so that's a little bit of a rundown from what i know again like I said, um, it, it is a native culture thing. This is what I have heard. This is what I have heard of it. And I don't want to disrespect any culture in regards to um, their things and their lore and their myths. I'm so. gonna put out. I'm gonna put out uh, something, trying to see if if there's somebody that wants to come on the podcast and talk about it. Oh, I live in a state full of natives. I'm more than happy to try to find one. For oh, you. you are more than welcome to, by all means. I think that would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, if, if someone wants to, you know, throw it down and be like, yo, this is how it is. We even, like, email us. We can, you know, you know, reach out to us. We're more than happy to have people guests on our podcast. Absolutely. So with this story, um, it's titled, It Wasn't a Little Girl. And it's also, it's also a short little one. But it, it starts with, I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. Why is it always New Mexico? We've got, a lot, of, got well, a lot of things down here. Apparently. <laughs> We've got a lot of things down here, mijita. <laughs> it, it would seem, it would seem so. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six in the next campsite. So I'm assuming setting the setting the pace or setting the, the scene is you're, you've got some distance between you and the people next to you. Mm -hmm. it, was an, it was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks and telling stories when we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little group, a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. That's always good. Step one, always stay together. There was a field behind our campsites, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field, making the noises. We all agreed that things looked, what? We all agreed that that thing looked uh, maybe about six feet tall, skinny and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Dude, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. I'd be terrifying. Fucking terrified too. Like things are weird in this world. Always protect yourself, guys. Always protect yourself out there. And um, if you have any instances, sorry, I'm moving my shit. Um, if you have any instances, like we'd love to hear them. Um, I love scary stories. I love true encounters, uh, true scary encounter stories. Um, Dude, how? That's terrifying. But yes, go ahead. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Um, so is. Um, I I would die. Um, but you know, as you know, I've been through some shit. Um, and I'm, 
I'm more than happy to talk about my shit. <laughs> I say do it. Um, <laughs> well, because the thing um, is, the thing is, is I'm sure there's people out there who have who have you know dealt with that, but they probably don't have an outlet to like go to, to like talk about it. You know, like think about that. Like they're probably like people are gonna think I'm crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so like you know, for those who are out there who don't have an outlet, there's you know, there's people like us. Yeah, you know? more than happy. More than happy to hear I know this. it's I know it's hard to talk about hourly too because sometimes you don't know what the frick is going on and if it's your head, but oftentimes it's you know, I get it. It's good, I get it. Like we're all here for you. Um Yeah, I cry every Tuesday. It's okay. <laughs> I cry every Friday. <laughs> I just picked a question. Um Okay, well that too. That happens. That does happen. Yeah, good question. It's not a fun thing. <laughs> Take your pills, guys. <laughs> that that um. that as well. <laughs> that is well. Mean? We are partnered with Dubby. Don't forget to use code EDMEG at checkout for those discounts. Our link is in the description. Thanks for listening in on the shenanigans. We will see you all next week. I'm Mimi. I'm Meg. Stay, Stay golden. golden.